away to start off the first home game of the season. A walk-off victory by none other than Orlando Arcia as the Braves get their sixth win of the season and their first one at Truist Park. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your day. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name again is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And it's actually nice to say we're actually talking about the latest for the Braves Coming from Atlanta, we finally have experienced the first home game of the season, an exciting experience. Braves country was out in full force as they always are. It was great to see the home atmosphere, and it was, uh, the script couldn't have been better. A walk-off victory, come-from-behind victory in the bottom of the night, and a 7-6 victory, you know, that pitted two of the NL's best teams against each other. It felt like a playoff atmosphere. It felt like a playoff game. And it's always great in those type of atmospheres if the Braves can come out on top. So three takeaways from the victory is is that the Braves offense just continues to find ways to win. Now, you know, we talked about it. Me and Stephen Tolbert talked about it in the fact that the biggest reason why the Braves are 5-1 and right now is because their stars are shining. Or um, Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Austin Riley, Matt Olson at the top of the order. And don't get me wrong, four combined hits tonight from the top of the order, uh, three RBIs. They did their part, but, but, it was the bottom of the order. It was other contributing factors. It was other players who had not necessarily, you know, been big forces so far this season that did a great job. Now, specifically talking about um, Sean Murphy, who had his best offensive game so far as a Brave, you know, many had wondered, you know, what his utilization was going to be like. He had set a few more games than I think many, uh, many of us had anticipated to start the season, but tonight both him and Travis Darno got the start. Murphy behind the plate, Darno at DH, and Murphy got on base four times, two hits, two walks, a run. He definitely did his job out of the sixth spot in the order. And then, of course, Orlando Arcia just continues, continues to star. Three hits on the night, a home run, and the walk-off hit. Again, we talk about the fact that the Braves last year, when they were doing so well, it was because the bottom of their order was producing among the best in the majors. Well, that is what has been a key contributor beyond the stars at the top of the order shining. The bottom of the order for the Braves has continued to do well, and that especially falls on the excellent play of Orlando Arcia in the first week of the season. So, you know, with, and with only one home run tonight, the Braves once again were able to find a way to get the job done. The second takeaway is Spencer Strider, who who tonight definitely was not as crisp, not as dominant as he was in his first start, which is kind of understandable with the fact that there's a, a bit of a talent, you know, upgrade when you go from the Nationals to the Padres. Nothing against the Nationals. The Padres and the Nationals are on two completely different planes when it comes to the competitive timeline. But Strider did fine. He held his own. He looked very good through the first three innings of the game, ran into some trouble in the fourth, but was able to get out of trouble in the fifth on the night. Spencer Strider, five innings pitched, three earned runs, four hits, three walks, didn't have the best control, but nine strikeouts. 
This is the sixth straight regular season start in which Spencer Strider has nine or more strikeouts, going back to the final two star or the final four starts of last year and now the first two of this year. Once again, showing how rare his strikeout ability is compared to other pitchers in Atlanta. The most starts in a row that an Atlanta pitcher has had in franchise history with nine or more strikeouts is eight by John Smoltz. So he definitely is continuing to miss bats, definitely is continuing to produce those strikeouts, but it was good to see that he was able to pitch himself through trouble and out of trouble to be able to maintain the Braves in the game to where they were able to stay close. And even though the Padres would eventually, you know, get, you know, some success against the Braves bullpen, the Braves were able to pull through with the victory. So even when he didn't have his best stuff, Spencer Strider was able to show that he's continuing to evolve as an actual pitcher, work through trouble, work out of trouble, and the Braves were able to get the job done. And the third takeaway, and possibly most important, is that this is the fourth straight game the Braves have won against playoff-caliber opponents. As I mentioned, this felt like a playoff atmosphere. And the great thing about it is we talk about the fact that the Braves have done such a good job at scoring runs early to provide their pitchers with leads early. Well, tonight, after they had scored early, Strider unfortunately gave it up. You know, he, he unfortunately, you know, at one point it was 3-2 to uh, Padres. But the Braves were able to battle back once. The bullpen struggled for the Braves. The Braves were able to battle back again to get the job done. So we talk about it was a complete effort up and down the Braves' order, but it was also a great job of them being able to generate offerings throughout the game and come from behind to get the job done. So a complete team victory for the Braves. Sure, they didn't look as you know good as they have in other games. This wasn't the most complete performance of the season, but it definitely was a great showing against a quality opponent in the Padres. And once again, if the Braves can consistently win the first game of the series as the season goes along, that will really propel them to usually find success every series that they play, especially against other quality teams like the Padres. But despite a lot of the positives, you know, Thursday did bring with it, you know, a bit of concerning news on a few fronts. We'll discuss that in just a moment. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So the Braves will now enter this morning, Friday, 6-1, and one. and after the first full week of the Major League season, they have the best record in the National League. So overall, a great start. Obviously, a big reason for that is the offense, but, you know, better than expected pitching performances, you know, out of some unexpected sources like Bryce Elder and Dylan Dodd sure certainly have 
helped out. So the Braves, you know, I, I don't, I certainly think that they would have, if they would have been told a week ago at this point in time they would be six and one to start the season, they would have no issue taking that as the result. So that's where they find themselves. So a lot of positives are going on. But of course, a couple of other things that are definitely true are the fact that the Braves have certainly experienced their fair share of injury happening so far to begin the season and that there are those injuries have occurred to some important, you know, team members, to some important factors, you know, that the Braves are hoping will play big roles for this team as the season progresses. Well, Thursday brought with it a bit more injury news that, you know, may not necessarily be overly concerning, but it, it certainly is less than ideal. First off, for the positive news, you know, with the Braves being at home, there was an update on both Max Reed and Rysel Iglesias. It was overall that both pitchers are, are feeling good. Um, it was the fact that Max Reed really hasn't started, you know, getting into running and things such as that. He's continuing to let his hamstring heal. The other news is that Rysel Iglesias, you know, it was originally thought that he would need seven days before he could start throwing. Well, it was as of Thursday, he had not started any sort of throwing program. So it looks like he may be unavailable a bit longer than initially anticipated. So while it's great to hear that both Max Reed and Rysel Iglesias are, are doing good. You know, there's not been any setbacks. You know, we're certainly hoping that the next update on them is the ramping up of activity to where we can start to get an idea of where both important cogs. I mean, that's your ace as well as your closer, you know, that you're hoping to have at some point in time in the near future. So the update that comes with them ramping up activity, that's really what Braves Country is hoping to hear in the near future. And hopefully we'll get that in the coming days. But of course, with Max Reed being unavailable because he's on the injured list, Rysel Iglesias being on the injured list as well, there was another roster move, a move that some had expected for tonight's starter, but it came with an unexpected adjustment to the roster that puts the bullpen in, in a bit of a concerning state. What I'm getting at is, is that Jared Schuster, who had been optioned to AAA after his Major League debut last Sunday, in which he struggled, the Braves' only loss of the season, he is was called back up to start tonight's game, his second Major League start against the Padres. But the corresponding move was right-handed reliever Colin McHugh put on the injured list, the 15-day injured list, with, a, with right shoulder inflammation. So two of the more important Braves relievers are more reliable arms when it came to the Braves bullpen as they were entering spring training. Rysel Iglesias as well as Colin McHugh, both of those pitchers are now on the injured list and it could be a you know a week-to-week -week thing instead of a day-to-day -day thing right now. So definitely understandable that if there's discomfort or if there's a bit of injury concern with either of those two players, it doesn't seem like for either player there's long-term concern and it makes sense to manage their workload to let them heal at the beginning of the season. You know, for them to be in the right place as the season goes along, it is a bit of a concern for the Braves bullpen because, yes, it's a deep bullpen, but when you start taking away multiple important cogs of the bullpen, it's natural to see that the performance may not be where you would expect for it to be. And we saw that on Thursday night when Lucas Lickie, who hadn't pitched since opening day, Kirby Yates, they were put into roles that were, you know, more high leverage than you typically would see them being used and both struggled in the game, giving up a, giving up a, a combined three runs that allowed for the Padres to take the lead. So with a lot of positives going on, 
obviously the offense doing as well as it is, and the starting staff continuing to put the Braves in a position to win night in and nine out, I do think it's fair to say that it's going to be interesting to see how Brian Snicker and his staff manage the bullpen. They're going to have to be very, very strategic with how they manage the bullpen. You feel comfortable with, you know, A.J. Minter. You feel comfortable with Dylan Lee. Nick Anderson has obviously proven to be a, a reliable option so far. Jesse Chavez can probably get the job done in multiple scenarios. But for this Braves bullpen, it's going its success is going to rely more on Brian Snicker and his staff's management of it now than many had anticipated until they get both McHugh and Iglesias back, hopefully, in the near future. But of course, as I mentioned, as we go into tonight's game with the Braves, you know, looking to, you know, game two of the series against the Padres, it'll be Jared Schuster on the mound again, his second start in the majors against right-hander Nick Martinez. Now, this is a setup where the Braves should be able to have some success against Martinez. And the big thing that really could help out Schuster this time around versus last time is just simply remaining calm and not opening the game, struggling with control. Because he certainly is going to be facing a more talented lineup in the Padres than he did against the Nationals. But if he can throw strikes, he should have the opportunity to be able to do a decent job to where then the Braves can get their bats going early. So tonight's game is going to be just the same recipe for success that the Braves can do it. Get some runs early, support their young pitcher. Hopefully the control for Schuster will be there. And the job will able to, you know, they'll be able to get the job done. Another interesting uh, news bit that happened from last night's game, of course, is Michael Harris II leaving last night's game with what was a back injury. And the team said that he'll be day-to-day. -day. He potentially could be in the lineup tomorrow. But knowing the Braves, they may give him a day or two off. Sam Hilliard can certainly play uh, center field, you know, in, in his spot. You know, he did a decent job filling in last night. So we may see Michael Harris sit for a game or two, but it's good to see that the injury concern, you know, for him from Thursday night is nothing serious. So that's the big overall thing to start off this season. The see the start to the season's going great. Six and one, you couldn't ask for a better start. The offense is performing absolutely wonderful. And I think the Braves are just fine with how their starting pitching is done. But you're starting to see injuries mount up a bit. While none of them are concerning, you're starting to see some injuries mount up a bit to start the season, and they're two important players. So, you know, hopefully the Braves will be able to get a bit better injury luck moving forward. We'll see Iglesias, McHugh, and Freed all back here soon. And then once they're back, perhaps that will coincide with Kyle Wright and Michael Soroka also being available, and then we could start to see some real talent being added to this pitching staff to make the Braves even deeper and more dangerous when it comes to how much success they can have this season. So enjoy Game 2 of the series against the Padres, a great series of baseball, you know, a great baseball over the weekend in Atlanta. Jared Schuster versus Nick Martinez if the Braves offense can get going once again. What an absolutely wonderful thing it would be to be able to get the first two games of this series won. Don't forget you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the podcast to be named later all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. <laughs>